Okay, now I'm going to insert my penis into my wife. Please show us boobs. <laughs> this October, a courageous father and son duo. Like Vince and Jack from Movie Muggin? Uh, yeah, yeah, th those are the guys. Well, anyway, they're going to take the movie talk podcasting genre to places that until now, nobody's ever been brave enough to go. That's right. They're going to release scary movie episodes during the entire month of October in what's being known all around the world as Movie Muggin Halloween Spectacular Movie Muggin Halloween Spectacular That's right, it is the Movie Muggin Halloween Spectacular Episode number 7 which it's honestly weird not having a D come after that. So you say you want the D? I, no. I, in that's, that context, that's what I'm sure, here. like the T-Y, the, the 7T. Yeah, I, it is. I it want is. the T. Because we're, you know, that was uh, back in our humble beginnings um, many, many, many episodes ago. Yeah. We're fucking seasoned veterans now. Yeah. We're not like those... Uh, Seasoned veterans or seasoned veterans? Is it spelled V E T R I N? Are you how old? You're not old enough to be pronouncing it veteran. And I am a veteran. Wow. <laughs> yeah, it feels uh, refreshing to say it correctly, doesn't it? Yeah, that's not going to make this episode. <laughs> okay. <laughs> hey, fuck, I am old, man. Sometimes I misspeak. Fifty. <laughs> you say it like that every time. No, I don't. We could call Olivia about it if you really want. No, we don't need to do that. Yeah. She's yeah, busy. I think so. Making me dinner. No, I just saw her a minute ago. <laughs> well, I'm Vince. I'm Jack. And we are our father and son duo who love watching scary movies and having a conversation, but more importantly, spending quality father-son time together this October. Yes. Want to step out into the spooky lobby? Sure. All right, ladies and gentlemen, you know what time it is. It's lobby time with Vince and Jack. Alright everybody, welcome to the Spooky Movie Mug and Lobby. This is the time we talk about things that aren't necessarily related to the movie we're going to be watching, but we still think it's important enough to warrant some airtime. Damn, you're getting good. Um, yesterday was a very sad day in my life. The great Eddie Van Halen passed away. Mm -hmm. He was just a fucking guitar wizard. He's the reason I bought a guitar. He's the reason I bought an amp, and, and he's the reason, I don't know if you ever saw his guitar, it looked like it had like all this white tape all over it. Did, I saw a picture of it on Reddit. Yeah, I may have done that with black electrical tape on my maroon guitar, and <laughs> my friend might have done that with his guitar. We all wanted to be fucking well, Eddie Van Halen. because they were the it guys for like rock and roll. Dude, They yeah. still like kind of are, because oh. I don't know any like good new rock and roll. Yeah, no, Van Halen was fucking kick-ass. I mean, Eruption, the whole guitar solo, and it's then impossible. straight into You Really Got Me and Unchained mm -hmm. and Ain't Talking About Love. Hot for Teacher. Yeah. That was one of the only ones I knew by name uh, besides Unchained and Eruption or... Running with the Devil. But Hot for Teacher, I thought that song was so cool. It was a good video, to too. Me. I think I was probably in like sixth grade or something mm -hmm. like that, and I was like, yeah! Have you ever been Hot for Teacher? Yeah, I think in fifth grade or sixth grade or something like that. Oh, yeah? In high school, there, I think, was one, but I never had a class. You know, some high school teachers sleep with their kids, too. So, I know. You, you know, you would used to think, I never have a chance, but today, I think you got a chance. 
I'm already graduated, so I missed my opportunity. Yeah, you can always go get a visitor's tag. Meet you. <laughs> my old high school and be like, hey, never had a class with you, but I couldn't help but notice mm-hmm. I wanted to. Baby, you, you put the ass in class. <laughs> That's not a good one. I've got to think of another one. That's all I could one. come up with, man. Yeah, I can't come up with any right now, but I'm sure there's some like pretty good one. All right, so look. Don't don't get on to me. I'm not saying that statutory rape's a good thing. Obviously, it's not. I'm just saying that these days, you see it all the time in the news yep. that uh, teachers and a lot of female teachers are sleeping with their students. And some of them, some of them are really good looking, too. That's so weird. Yeah. It is so weird. So weird. It's, it's bad. It's very bad. It's very it's bad. A, pretty unprofessional, too, if you ask me. Uh, yeah. I, I'm pretty sure that <laughs> teachers have an oath not to bang their students. It would make sex ed class a little more interesting, though. They get a little <laughs> hands-on demonstration. I showed you the other day Monty Python, The Meaning of Life, the sex ed class. He, he like, okay, now I'm going to insert my penis into my wife. Oh, <laughs> And all the kids yeah. are just watching it and taking notes. Hey, pay attention over there. So That would be fucking terrible. <laughs> it would be terrible. Ugh. Definitely. All right, back to the great Eddie Van Halen. Mm-hmm. Um, he was my hero. Like, for a long time, I wanted to be him. I wanted his hair. I wanted to smoke like him. I wanted to stick my cigarette at the end of my guitar and just let it smoke as I was playing guitar. Oh, that's cool. Mm-hmm. And, and really, for me, there was no bigger rock band. Like, they had a great front man, David Lee Roth. Mm-hmm. I think I've talked about it on here before. And I know, look, Mick Jagger, whatever, man. David Lee Roth, for me, was the epitome of the perfect front man. And the perfect lead guitarist, Fucking Eddie Van Halen. And his brother, Alex, was the drummer. Mm-hmm. He was fantastic. And then they had Mike Anthony. He was the bass player. I mean, it was the perfect combination. But any other guitarist, Van Halen wouldn't have been nearly as good. Because I would say the singer's only like one-fourth of that band. But then I think, well, the bassist is like 0.3% of any band. So yeah. Because the bassist doesn't get any credit ever. There's a couple of bands, like Flea from the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Well, yeah, but... And you can knows. hear him, that bass. Um, it just depends on, I don't know, what kind of music you're doing. Yeah, I like guess. Stray Cats, Lee Rocker. Well, yeah, they... Yeah, that's, that's also a different kind of bass, though. They, they always play on, like, the big cellos, right? But the bass? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'd love to be able to do that. They call that's it slapping the bass. That'd be cool. Mm-hmm. Anyway, Eddie Van Halen, uh, rest in peace. Rest in peace. Mm-hmm. about to start drinking a beer in the podcast studio slash viewing room so a lot of podcasts out there they mix beer in with their show <laughs> well and, and so it'll be a while before you let me do that so and it won't be beer i'll be drinking what they do is like every episode they might talk about a movie or they might talk about comics or wrestling or something like that but then they have beer as well, and they have like a new kind of beer every time. I was gonna say that would be kind of cool to and try so, something new. So, you know, I'm trying to expand our audience because you know, people see us and they're like, movie mugging, this is just gonna be them reviewing movies and stuff like that. But we're more than that. And so, I think in order to get a different demographic to follow us, I think I might call it movie and beer mugging. And so, I was thinking more every a father every, and drunk podcast. Yeah, so, when I turn 21, <laughs> it'll be that. So every time we do a movie, you know, um, like, uh, let me tell you about this. This is uh, called uh, La Cerveza Masfina, oh, also known as uh, Corona beer. Extra. 
And you're uh, really branching out. I, you're I, going I, wild today. <laughs> I put a lime in it. Totally. And, uh, don't think I've ever seen you drink any other kind of beer since I was conceived. <laughs> and maybe you had a sip of like Tecati. You know what? I used to drink lots of different kinds of beer because I was stationed in Germany yeah, and I got used to the Hefeweizen like and the Like the best export. beer place ever. <laughs> like I, I, I went by the store today to pick up some beer and I'm just going down the aisle and there's like coffee beer and orange beer and just all these... Coffee. You would mix two of the worst tasting drinks in the (laughs) world and think it's okay. Like, I I guess it'd be interesting to try the different ones. I don't know how interesting it would be on the air. That sounds interesting. But I think it it could be interesting. um, Can I get apple juice beer? Probably. Chocolate milk beer? Yes. I think they have, like, something called milk stout or something like that. But first, just let me tell you about the hops and the barley that that I taste in this real quick. You don't know. (laughs) I don't... You don't... Yeah, I guess before we, re- I guess before we really, we really uh, start doing this, I need to read up a little bit and figure out what hops taste like and what they actually are. <laughs> what they do, I'll be learning about whiskey. In this lobby time, we're gonna roll up some uh, train wreck. Oh, and then watch a movie. I don't know, man. Just just trying to branch out a little bit. I want to branch out that way. <laughs> <laughs> Let's branch out that way instead of this way. That would be interesting. That would be interesting. <laughs> it would be much more fun, too. All right, got anything else for the lobby? Our livers would thank us. Uh, no. Okay, well, let's head on back to the Spooky Podcast Studio slash viewing room, and Jack will unveil today's movie. Okay, so this movie came out in 2012. I guess they might have rushed it because they might have thought the world was going to end. Oh, that's right. But um, it's rated R, runtime of one hour and 35 minutes. Rotten Tomatoes gave it a 92%, while the audience gave it a 74%. IMDb rated this a 7 out of 10 stars. Okay. Uh, so, not bad. All passing scores. Uh, more and Mothers tell us that sex and nudity is moderate, and the violence and gore is severe. I, I've never seen this movie, so I didn't really want to look too deep into it. Man, it's looking like we could have two weeks of some pretty rough rough watching. Yep. <sighs> okay, lay it on me. This movie is called... The Cabin in the Woods. Didn't we? What did we watch? We watched something. We watched Cabin Fever. Cabin Fever. Okay. No, this is different. This has like an A-list celebrity in it. Okay. How many fucking movies is it, hey, we're all going to go out to the woods for a little while and bad shit's going to happen? Bad things happen in the woods. Yeah, that's true. Like, go to the beach. Name me one (laughs) horror movie that's taking place on the beach. Jaws. On the beach, not in the water. Okay, same shit. No, not same shit. Well, I I know technically not same yeah. shit, but like the kids' yellow float went back to the beach all bloody. How about mm-hmm. that? Don't torn get, up. Don't get in the water. Just stay on the sand. <laughs> sure. You'll be okay. And you'll have a really boring, shitty time. Mm, but you'll live. <laughs> True. So this movie actually is, uh, which I did not realize, horror slash comedy. Okay. Yeah. So kind of like a maybe a Tucker and Dale horror comedy type thing. All right, you ready to do it? Yeah. All right, well, let's take a spooky movie mug and pause. And we are back after watching 2012's Cabin in the Woods. Yeah. It's funny. We watched this on Amazon, and and we saw there were, there were some other cabin-type horror movies and we kind of scrolled down a little bit, and I and I wrote some of them down because we I think 
we talked about it earlier that there are so many movies where people go out into the woods or whatever. It's like five or six of them or something like that. A group of college buds. And and the same thing kind of happens. They get picked off one by one, and in the end, one of them might survive, things like that. So we got to looking, kind of scrolling down. We had Cabin in the Woods, The Cabin, Cabin 28, Cabin Fear, Murder in the Woods, The Utah Cabin Murders, Terror in the Woods, She Walks in the Woods, What Happens in the Woods, Alone in the Woods, Wicked Woods, The River Cabin, Hidden in the Woods, and it just went on and on and on. And I think all I had typed so far is The Cabin. Yeah. Because the movie. The formula, man. They just keep going back to it. It it works to an extent unless you make a shitty version of it. Yeah, and (laughs) and I really thought that... Like Cabin Fever. (laughs) And that was a remake of the same shitty movie. So I really thought... This is what we're about to watch again. Maybe there'll be some kind of new spin on it. I had read the description and I knew something else well, was up. And I was like, dude, this is going to be awesome. It was crazy. It, it, it Like none other. Yeah. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. So let me give it the 50 cent tour best I can. It starts out just like all the other Cabin in the Woods movies start out. They're going out to some cabin in the middle of nowhere. They go to the creepy gas station where the creepy gas mm-hmm. station guy is. Kind of gives them a weird vibe. A little bit foreboding. Yeah, um, but then when they get to the house, well, it's even even before they get to the house, then they're showing like a control room where people are, you can tell, well, basically they're being manipulated in this cabin. And like they choose, it, it's, it's kind of hard to explain. I think so, I can help explain it. All right, please do. So... Like, it'll cut from the cabin kids to um, the control room, which one of the characters was the dad from Step Brothers. And you can tell that something's, like, up. You don't really know what is yet. And they mentioned the cellar. Like, we'll see when it gets to the cellar. So then you kind of realize this is like a game show type deal. Yeah. And so, and people are betting. Like, people from the office are betting a bunch of money on all these different options. Will they choose door number one or door yeah. number two? Or and So, basically, everything starts whenever the cellar door pops open, and everyone goes down, and there's all this junk. And so, pretty much everyone picks up this different weird item and is messing with it. And then, once one person gets too far at, like, exploring the item they picked up, then that... Um, what's the word? It unlocks. It it makes it to where, like, that's their choice. Mm -hmm. So then the people in the control room, like, oh, they read the creepy old diary of this murderous um, hillbilly family. And so the hillbilly family rose from the dead and they're going to kill them all. Yeah, they're, like, zombie-like. Yeah, and so there were all these other items, and, like, later in the movie you get to see what their fates would have been, and they were all so close to, like, making that... Like another alternative. Like, if, if... Hemsworth would have blown into the magic conch. Then the merman would have come. Yeah, and attacked him in the lake or something. And if somebody would have... I mean, yeah. The ballet box where the girl twirls and the music plays. The the little ballerina girl with like a billion rows of teeth for a face. (laughs) So it's kind of like a spin the wheel type thing to see what your fate would be or what the killer that's coming after you would end up being. And then uh, I'm not going to go too much further because I want to kind of talk about that in a little bit. Um, But let me go and read what the internet has to say. When five college friends arrive at a remote forest cabin for a little vacation, little do they expect the horrors that await them. 
One by one, the youths fall victim to backwoods zombies, but there's another factor at play. Two scientists are manipulating the ghoulish going-ons, but even as the body count rises, yet there is more at work than meets the eye. Yeah. Yeah. And even more than, yeah, what we thought originally uh, when more and more stuff got revealed. So basically, they're sacrificing these people in a specific order, too, uh, to make it to where the old gods don't awaken. And this movie, it was a like a real movie, but also a spoof movie at the same time. Like there were like little bitty like scary movie type things in it. So it was it was cliche. Yeah, you got the two couples, and then the one extra guy who sometimes is the fat guy or sometimes is the stoner, mm-hmm. and then you have the one of the girls for lack of a better word, is usually a little bit slutty. Well, yeah. Likes to show off her boobs and stuff like that. Then you you have the popular jock. Then you have maybe the shy girl. And then another guy. It, and it was... Yeah. It's just like any movie you've seen, Cabin in the Woods type thing. You know, they're killing them off one by one. And then they have to have the virgin left alive at the very end. Or she could die, but she just she has, has to, to be... She has to be the last. Yeah. To appease these gods in this sacrifice. And so when they think the Virgin is the only one left alive, I'm talking about all these people in the control center. They're all partying and stuff. Yeah. And, like, and mission accomplished. She's still on the screen getting fucked up by this big zombie. Yeah, like the main dad, which the dad had the most insane weapon ever. Yes. Basically like a bear trap on the end of a chain, mm-hmm. and he just lasso, throw it into your back, and it clamps into your back, and he just drags you away. Yep. How sick and brutal is that? Terrifying. And he had the crazy look, too. He had, like, the Heath Ledger Joker hair, and he looked like that one, uh, I I think only you'll remember what I'm talking about. The orc? My favorite orc. Yep. When I was a kid from Lord of the Rings, Mm -hmm. he, like, came out of the mud, and he had the the wet, clumpy, long hair, and Mm -hmm. he just looked wicked. And man, this dude, scary looking. And, and they're zombies. So like at one point, the dad he gets like a like a looked like a tire iron or something, a sharpened one through his head into a wall behind him, and then stabbed in the neck like eight times with a kitchen knife. And then he opens his eyes again and keeps coming after him because he's a fucking zombie. It made it even worse. <laughs> there, there at the end when. When she's getting beat up by the zombie, she's the last one alive. I'm thinking, okay, this is kind of a weird ending. They started yeah. playing like REO Speedwagon, Keep On Running, which was... I, I like it when they throw in a song that doesn't seem to fit the scene, but it kind of makes it more interesting. Mm-hmm. And quick story, REO Speedwagon was a big band in the 80s. There was a local band when I was in college. They had the greatest band name ever. They were REO Speed Dealer. <laughs> Until they got a cease and desist from REO Speedwagon, then they just became Speed Dealer. But I just thought, man, what a great name. But I thought, okay, this is kind of a, it's a weird ending, but all right. But fuck, it wasn't even nearly over no. yet. Because like Jack said, there's all these other ways it could have gone, whether it could have been, they could have done something and a werewolf would have come or a vampire would have come. Angry poltergeist. Or a, a giant cobra. There's just all these things. Fucking like crazy fast pterodactyl bat. Yeah. (laughs) Anything you could think of. So it turns out the stoner's still alive, and he's realized that there's this underground elevator, and he saves the girl. They go down into this underground elevator, and they're starting to infiltrate where all these different monsters are. Mm -hmm. 
And then, and then like the people in the facility, they're like, okay, we got to take them out. And they send all these people after them. So they managed to hole up in this little control center room, which with bulletproof glass. And then she like hits a button and it just starts unleashing the elevator doors, like 12 on each side open up and all these different monsters come yeah. out and just start fucking people up. A complete and utter chaos. There's just a fucking bloodbath. There's blood and body parts everywhere. Probably the bloodiest room I've ever seen in a movie besides like a Kill Bill Crazy 88. Yeah. <laughs> that was, or Django, the final showdown. Uh, in the there was Candy's more blood place. than. than yeah, they're, they're those two put been. together because th- it was just like even on like the ceiling and shit it's just everywhere and just body parts and all these different like from mythical beasts to just plain old like walking dead looking zombies <laughs> like was... there was and anything that has been featured in a horror piece of media or book movie anything like that was in this movie and they look kick-ass and too they 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 like, they nailed the werewolf. The werewolf was awesome. Yeah, and the the merman did not look at all how I expected. No, like that was and that was kind of a funny. It wasn't supposed to be that cool, and and a lot of them resembled a lot of the things that you saw in the fucking cellar. Yeah, and so you're like, wow, okay. So one of them was holding this like weird Rubik's cube type sphere, and then like lo and behold, there's this weird looking guy holding it. And there's a bunch of different like circular saw saw blades in different places in his head. Weirdly enough, he might have been the creepiest thing he, in the whole movie. Something else that was a little bit more of like a cliche creepy was like there were these weird dolls with like the the white faces, porcelain faces, yeah, the yeah. porcelain doll faces that were in the cellar. There were these people who they they reminded me of like the purge type people mm-hmm. they had the masks on and they were wearing like business type attire and they were chill and, and, and moving slow yeah, and methodically and, and one of them had a briefcase and it shows them come out of the elevator and i was like oh fuck that and then it, there's like you can see all of these different like monsters killing people on like different cctv like cameras and it shows them and there's like some dude like tied up on the ground and they're just like looking at him and I'm like oh fuck it, there, someone was being killed with like a <laughs> a plastic bag over their head like there's like psychos there's a unicorn like <laughs> the biggest king cobra I've ever seen literally anything some and, like monster was like vomiting acid on somebody's head while the other ones who looked just like him were holding them down and, it was a fucking crazy wild ride and just when you thought okay I've seen most of the monsters then ding, all the other yeah. elevator doors would open up and there'd just be a whole bunch of other brand new ones in there. And they're just going through and just killing everybody that works in this building, which is huge. Mm-hmm. It was it was fucking crazy. It was wonderful. It was, yeah, it was. And it was wonderful. It was a great, like, I didn't see that coming at all. And that's where their budget was, man. They, Yo, <laughs> yeah. That was fucking all those monsters and shit just hit the spot and it's basically like a horror connoisseur's wet dream Mm -hmm. because you see everything come together they're not killing each other they're just killing literally every human being in there yep and like i I don't think there was really a truce but it was just a fucking massacre like there yeah like it didn't make it known that the all the monsters knew like what was happening with them like the, it didn't seem like they were all on a team, like common ground. It just looked like a free for all, and the humans got it the worst. 
and the fucking scarecrow gang. I know. Like they were they were killing one of the guys in the lab, like the guard, which for some reason came fully prepared for the worst possible outcome, which I d- I thought was like stupid because it doesn't make any sense. He saw shit was going down, and he like. But he strapped himself with grenades. He saw shit was going down, and they were just about. Breaking into where they were, he oh, probably just maybe, grabbed maybe one. Maybe he did it then. That's he true. saw the writing on the wall. I, well, I couldn't. I, Everybody did. I, I didn't. My brain didn't go where yours did. I assumed he had the grenades ready the whole time. Like he was just wearing like a suicide he, belt. Like he showed up to work with the suicide vest on, and I was like, well, "That's so dumb." But I think yeah. I would if I worked there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so the scarecrow and, gang, and a diaper. The scarecrow gang is fucking. They pick him up and they're like ripping his guts out and stuff. And so he blows all them up, and instead of bloody chunks going everywhere, there's just straw. Yeah, which that was funny. So I look, we're not doing this movie justice at all. You need to watch this movie ne- to get the free. full experience of this movie. If you haven't already seen it, it is fucking batshit crazy. It is. It's free on Prime, I should say. Mm-hmm. So if you have Prime or like four bucks that you're willing to part with, <laughs> watch this. There, I, there is gore. There is blood and. Lots of like ripping and tearing, but otherwise, it didn't bother me nearly as oh, much as what we watched last week because the other shit is more real and mm-hmm. graphic. While this is more like monsters, it, it it's one thing human to human and one thing like werewolf to human or zombie to human. You know, it just it's the realism and the knife through the foot. Yeah, <laughs> that's a little. That's pure torture, not just death. Yeah, I think um, chances of getting a drill in the head or a knife <laughs> in the foot is a little bit better than having a, a bear trap snagged on your back and you being pulled to the zombie hillbilly farmer guy. Yeah, that killed his family. Yeah, <laughs> man, what a payoff! Really, like and I like the whole rest of the movie was good too. It wasn't like it was like. For, for me, at least, it wasn't just, oh, come on, will something happen? Like, I, I saw it for what it was. It was a play on all the cliches. It was funny. And, uh, like, Chris Hemsworth was the jock with the, for lack of a better term, slutty girlfriend. And um, basically, they weren't acting like cliche enough. And so the guys are like, all right, watch the master. They manipulated and, it. And, like, this, they're like, all right, release the pheromone gas mm-hmm. whenever a. The couple was like running out in the woods, and then they start banging, of course. And then the fucking farmer family shows up and dicks them down. Well, dicks down the girl. <laughs> he gets away for a while. They sawed her head off. Yeah, with the one of those big old saws. Mm-hmm. That was pretty crazy. It's typically, what they used to saw. Well, not all saws are big. It wasn't like the fucking Chippendale Donald Duck saw. Wasn't like one of those like two man ones, but it was had big old teeth on it. That was like the biggest one man saw I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah, wow. Uh, again, we can't do this movie justice by talking about it. And you fuck, you don't come here to to listen to true movies get justice from us because <laughs> I, every now and then I think we do, but that's you know that's uh not our forte. Yeah, that's that's not our charm. Yeah. So this kind of had a Hunger Games feel to it in a way. Like a the bit. second Hunger Games where they just manipulated the whole environment, stuff like that, because they had the the like the force field that, that kept them in the in the area, stuff like that. They blew up. They were all about to get away. No, it was only three of them were about to get away uh, through a tunnel, and they made sure the tunnel collapsed. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, oh, Chris Hemsworth is going to get on his dirt bike and go get help. 
So he, he's got to jump this like canyon gap. Yeah, which isn't that far. Um, you, you go fast enough on a motorcycle, you could definitely get across. And, and me and Jack were like, he ain't fucking making that across. You think he's gonna? They're playing the hero music. Yeah, we knew. And he, then it, he's dead. Th- then it like it shows this shot where it's just him in the sky behind him, and he's up high, slow mo. And I was like, he's about to just like like an anvil's gonna hit his head, and he's gonna fly down or something. He just hit the force field mm-hmm. wall. I I would like to be able to manipulate something right now where I could kind of make some monsters go and take care of some... Certain... Release the carbon monoxide. Yeah. You know, we, we could, like, uh, release the werewolf uh, on uh, Proud Boys and, uh, you know, um, maybe some um, zombies on the non-mask wearers. That and, big King uh, Cobra on all of them. I can start making uh, a list right now, and I'd love to have uh, access to a control room where I could just press some buttons and manipulate some things, yeah. see some boobs, and then kill some people. It'd be fun. <laughs> that was part of it, too. They Because other people are watching, they're like, boobs, show them the boobs. Mm-hmm. And the one guy in the lab with a little more morals, because he's a newbie to it all, he was like, are y'all really, like, that's kind of gross. And they're like, they were saying it with just straight faces. They're like, we're not the only ones watching. We got to please the viewers. So like, please show us boobs. (laughs) And then they got boobs and then she got her head cut off by a saw. Yeah. The other guy, the the new guy was kind of like, ah, I can't believe you guys are doing this. But then she started taking her shirt off and he leans over to look. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It it had a lot of comedic moments. Like you said, it's a a horror comedy and and it definitely had some comedic moments. It was satirical. Yeah. All right, uh, favorite parts? I We both have the same favorite part, right? Yeah. Just as soon as they hit that button and all the monsters and whatever you'd call them, beings, uh, start coming out and killing the SWAT team and then everybody in the fucking lab, everybody. It was so awesome. It was cool to see everything in one room. It was like one big crossover movie at that point. Yeah. Where you're like, yeah. wow, is that the thing from the Black Lagoon? Oh my god! You just see everybody, and it it was awesome, and it was just cool to see. There was so much blood, and it, <laughs> blood it always makes a movie better. Honestly, I mean that sounds like I'm a psycho or something. There were buckets and buckets and buckets. Yes. They must have gone to Costco as well <laughs> and pulled out. Yeah. But yeah, so that's my favorite part too when all these monsters get unleashed. And I know, look, if you haven't seen this movie and you're listening to us and you're like, well, you fucking ruined it now, I didn't. No, go fucking watch it. Yeah, watch this movie and you will still be like, holy fuck, that's even better than they just said it was. I mean, it's that part was just crazy. And it's just, I love the creativity. Yes. And it's it's cool because I would I would love to just be able to just make money creating monsters because I'm sure I could do a mm-hmm. lot of them. Just costumes and the looks of things and how they act or what weapons they would use or what superpowers or super villain technology they would have. It's so fun to just look at all the creativity and try to make some your own, some of your own. I don't know. And it was just cool seeing them all together, just tearing bad people apart. Wouldn't you compare this movie a lot to uh, Scooby-Doo 2, Monsters Unleashed? Yeah. Kind of all the monsters got Except unleashed. cooler monsters. <laughs> It's it's pretty close, though. It was a little less PG-rated with their <laughs> monster choice. All right, uh, bucket of chicken time. Um, To the person and or team who designed the monsters. Uh, like, It was funny that they threw in a unicorn killing one person <laughs> just in part of it, which that was pretty cool. He just shoved his horn in his stomach. 
against a wall. Because you usually think like unicorns are magical and would probably be nice. Yeah, because, yeah. I mean, horses. Not so much. Yeah, no, that one killed that guy good. They made the werewolf look cool. They made all that. It was just such a fucking great job. They were really cool looking. Every single monster thing was, I thought, awesome. I agree. <laughs> I agree. And... I mean, that's obviously who mine would go to also. But I kind of want to give it to that zombie with the fucking bear trap on a chain. I mean, that was really... But then... It, that's so kick-ass, though. But then again, you give it to the people who designed it. And I mean... Because he's already that. dead. It doesn't mean anything to him. He eats flesh, not ch- fucking fried chicken. I don't know, dude. It uh, That's one of the coolest weapons that I've <laughs> seen. I was like, that's fucking very imaginative. It like reminds me of like some of the Mad Max creativity. Mm, yes, some random, yes. random fucking. You use put what together. you got. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You don't have bullets anymore. You got to fucking figure out something. Like from Fury Road, they had those uh, spears that had the explosive tips, and mm-hmm. just the random chrome in the mouth, and the rat rod cars with spikes and stuff. That was very Mad Max to me. Mm-hmm. I could see that totally in a Mad Max. Film. Yeah, fuck yeah. All right, it is score time. Fuck me. <laughs> No thanks. No, I'm like, ugh, I'm mad that I have to give a triple digit. <laughs> but I mean, y'all heard me fucking basically fanboying and gushing mm-hmm. over this movie, so y'all probably saw it coming. It's a it, hundred. Yeah. One hundred. <laughs> Where does it rank up there with like your favorite movies of all time? That's very high. Is it? That movie's very high. Because what did we watch recently? I know Joker is way up there, but Indiana we watched... Indiana Jones was really good. Well, you said Blues Brothers might be your favorite movie of all time. Uh, yeah, but after sitting on it for, what's it been now, a month and a half or mm-hmm. something like that, I I don't think it's in my top five. Okay. It, it dropped some spots. It's really high up there, though. That was okay. a great movie. Is this in your top five? Right For right now, it is. <laughs> this movie, it had it all for me. I'm 94. I'm. I was fucking hoping you'd be in the 90s. Yeah. This movie is a fucking A or an A plus at least. One part I think they missed a great opportunity was there could have been some kick ass killing montages with all the monsters and just a kick ass song. If they would have had a kick ass song playing, and maybe some people might think that's a little cliche or something. But not for this. It it, it would have yeah. fucking worked. I mean, maybe for whom the bell tolls, right when it first started coming mm. out, or something like that, or just I don't know, man. There could have really been a highway a, to hell. A could fucking be okay. Kick ass song, at least during like one of the montage scenes or something like that. It it would have it would have just fit, and it would have given me such a stiffy. <laughs> I, I, my score could have been a little bit higher. I think hell's bells. Maybe not for that scene, but at some point in this movie. Like I could see that monsters walking like or like a one of the serial killer groups walking towards somebody. Mm-hmm. Hell's bells is going. Give me some time and I could come up with the perfect songs. For oh that. yeah, Bits Creek Bop. That is. N- <laughs> <laughs> hey oh, but let's go. So it would it would have been really awesome with the hype music montage of people getting just ripped to shreds. Mm-hmm. And I, when it didn't happen, I was like, oh. But I didn't realize the, the fucking killing montage was going to go on for another, like, eight minutes. Like, you, I, I thought it was just going to be the one scene. No, you get your fill. And so I was like, oh, that was that was kind of crap. Like, maybe this movie isn't that good. And then it just kept going. And so I was like, okay, it would have been nice to have one of the music montage parts, at least in part of it. Mm-hmm. Like, I think they did miss an opportunity. But I'd say they did it the uh, only other way they could have. I know? think they missed an opportunity, though. But, but you talk about they... The monsters came out, and you just thought, okay, that's going to be the only part, and maybe it's not that great. 
But then the elevator doors would open up and a whole brand new bunch of monsters would come out. And you know what? (laughs) Even if they only had half the monsters that they showed... Would have been enough. It would have been enough. But they just kept giving you more and more. And it was like, yes, give me more. Give me more. And (laughs) it was like, this is fucking badass. Yeah. (laughs) Just keep them coming. Keep them coming. And they did. And like the the first batch to come through the elevator it was just on like the SWAT operative killer team that was supposed to kill the virgin and the stoner guy um and i was like it was a brief like within like what seven seconds of the elevator doors opening all the SWAT guys were already dead yeah like it was instant and i was like is that our payoff fuck no about 20 (laughs) other SWAT guys come around the corner and they just see there's blood and guts everywhere and they're like oh fuck yeah, they got fucked. All right, you got anything else? No, watch this. That's yes, it. I I agree. Watch this. It's I mean, there's a lot of blood and gore and some. I think it's you not know, disturbing stabbings and stuff like that. I mean, I, it might be disturbing to other people. Parts of it, like the decapitation part with the saw, it doesn't show it a lot. And like, it's not harsh. Harsh. No. I well, maybe it is. I don't know. We just watched a really harsh one know, last that's week. True. I think a lot of people would have a hard time with this. I think Olivia would have a hard time with oh, this, for sure. Yeah, any side of blood, though, can st- sort of bother So her. when we say watch this, it's not that bad. It's pretty fucking bad, you it know, is. if this isn't your cup of tea. So, But the payoff is fucking outstanding. Watch, uh, viewer discretion is advised. Mm-hmm. There you go. You know, real quick, I think the whole music opportunity, I'm kind of flashing back to Kingsman. And oh. how Freebird was playing. That's how I was thinking. And and that it was the same kind of chaos, not as crazy of chaos, I think, as Kingsman, but it was still it was still chaotic. And I think like Kingsman, that was a perfect fucking scene in Kingsman. Oh yeah. Perfect fucking song. I really think they kind of missed the mark with this, but still, in the end it worked. But also one more thing to add. That was a they were different kinds of chaos. You're right on that. Like uh if, I think this will make sense to everybody. The Kingsman scene in the church had like the Jason Bourne chaos camera mm-hmm. going, which is very frantic, very in your face, crazy chaos action right there. This movie was just like just pandemonium. Like you just got to see everything play out more like like a spectator rather than yeah. a fucking person well, attached to fucking Galahad's back. Well put. <laughs> well put. Yeah. All right, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, thank you for tuning in to episode number seven of the Movie Mug and Halloween Spectacular. We hope you uh, hope you enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. If you'd like to keep up with us, we are on Instagram and Twitter at Movie Muggin. If you'd like to send us an email, moviemuggin at gmail.com. You know we appreciate you listening. Have a spooktacular Movie Muggin day. <laughs> yeah. Movie Muggin, Halloween Spectacular. Movie Muggin, Halloween Spectacular. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs>